Hi, I'm Dave Barnes. And I'm John McLaughlin. And welcome to Dadville. Dadville is a podcast where we talk about life, love, and the pursuit of awesome dadding. It's funny thoughts and deep talks. So please, enjoy your time here in Dadville and enjoy this episode with... Carlos Whitaker. By the way, this is we've officially begun, Carlos. So, oh, okay, awesome. Yeah, We're I just in. want to give you a heads up. So you I don't. would love the click track the entire time. Oh, okay, though. let's get it back on. Let's see <laughs> so, feels what I would like to talk about is tell us about yes. how you're doing today. So good today. What's fun is that the people can't hear that. Oh, they like, can't. oh, they've lost their mind. <laughs> They're all collectively crazy, and I don't trust or like them anymore. So everybody, we have, you hear the dulcet tones, and you immediately oh, know. Everybody oh. hears, they're like, is that low sweat? Oh, come on. They just hear you, and they think, that's come him. On. He feels safe. It's I like am. a verbal hug. I'm a safe place. You everybody. are a safe place. It's okay. um, Carlos, I just want you to know yeah. that I was planning on using my laptop, but yeah. I'm on low battery now, and so I oh. will have my phone in my hand. Oh, quite all right. I, I'm not texting. Oh, no. It's okay. no I'm you on the Notes no, app. Oh, wow. You're on the Notes app. Listen, this in. is a... I don't want to. I don't want to keep saying this during the thing. This is a very professional situation. Yes. And so you'll find <laughs> one. Just don't be intimidated, candidly. Uh, and okay. Then two. Cool. Uh, you know, just just feel at home. Yeah, I do. I'm, I'm actually also just so everybody knows. Like I'm, I'm taking in everything because obviously when you step into a studio or something like, you put all this stuff up for a reason. So I like to look at things. Yeah. And you know, and just be like, wow, like this yeah. is. This is good. Dave has a plethora yeah. of stuff. There's a lot of reasons in here right now. <laughs> you put this up for a reason. And there's a lot of reasons. There's a lot of reasons. Right it's good. It, it is, yeah. I, I mean, it. you know, we're in my studio. We're doing I love the thing. It. It's all happening. It's all happening. It does help, I find, especially with people. Like, I remember we had Chris Kirkpatrick on from NSYNC, who's great. But, you know, doesn't know us from Adam. Right. It Did helped. he come here? Yeah. And it helped because he lives in town. Yeah. But it helped because he walked in and I could see him be like, Okay. Uh, uh-huh. Okay. Yep. Like. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. This is. Well, a, yeah, it was yeah. also interesting because we're in here all the time. Yeah. And so he's pointing stuff out. He's like, he talked about that uh, that picture frame right there. Oh, really? And it's like we don't even see this stuff. Sure. Anymore, yeah. No, totally. Oh, yeah. Because you've been in here so often. John yeah. can't stand my family, so he was like, he avoids looking at anything. I don't look at any of the pictures. <laughs> I barely make eye contact with Dave. <laughs> He's like, I mean, he has oh, been dead man. to me. Okay, so we we do we start with like a little info, you know. Okay, just, yeah. We're just telling yeah. about you because yeah. it's great. You know, it's like a little bit of a brag sheet. Yeah. I will tell you though, I have to give you. You may win. A, you may win a first here. Uh oh. Uh oh. We did because we do our spelunking and we find like, okay, what are the things? You are going to probably be the most humble person here because you have so much to brag about, but nothing I can find does it. No, I don't. I don't like to. I don't like to. I don't like people to even know any of that stuff. Yeah, have you scrubbed the internet? <laughs> it really is impressive. Yeah. Because I did all my little tricks. Oh, you I was did? Like, I know how to find it. Yeah. Right uh-uh. there. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. I was reading like old interviews from 2010. Oh, yeah, bro. That, that was like. stuff together. That was like. People don't even. Here, here's how much I've scrubbed the internet. People don't even know that that was a part of my life. That people don't even know that they're like. They'll Google me and they're like, I found a photo of you with a deep V neck. And a rosary and the guitar. <laughs> were you a worship leader? Yeah. Like, were you a, like, people have no idea. Yeah. Like, I, I, I am like. That is fascinating. Yeah. It's I need to hire you to scrub some <laughs> stuff. I was going to say, yeah, you past. need to have a little, you need to have a little side hustle. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Let's could, go. You could bless a lot of people's lives that's from bad amazing. decisions. Okay. Um, so I'm going to read what you have on your site. Oh, okay. Sure. Here we go. Cause that's, that's literally all I could find. Good. You, you humble pie. Yeah, yeah. Um, Carlos Whitaker is bringing hope to humans all over the world and he's pretty good at it. He's an author. See, watch what I did here, though. I added the books because you wouldn't. Oh, you're right. How to Human, 
Kill the Spider, Enter Wild, and Moment Maker. Good job. And Podcaster, Human Hope. A human Hope. And Global Speaker, backed by the power of a massive Insta Familia, which yes. we know about what yes. we're talking about. His talk enthusiastic about social followers who tune in daily to join forces with Carlos to and Carlos uh, made some... Sure, sure. A little copy and paste. Uh, sure. Yeah, that's sure. exactly what happened. <laughs> I got to it. do good in being community. Yeah, we yeah, do yeah. research. We don't we, proofread. All right, yeah, no, yeah. that's totally Listen, it. Listen, we pay other people to proofread. <laughs> right, we right. copy and paste, and then we say, we you tell us We just can't get a right. hold yes. of them. When Carlos enters room, he makes people feel seen. That's true. His superpower is creating spaces online and in person where people are safe to engage in conversation about the topics that matter most but are often avoided. His motto, don't stand on issues, walk with people. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. That's, it. that's the professional stuff, but hey, all day, every day, here we go. He's okay. a family man. That's right. Mm-hmm. He and his wife, Heather, live in Nashville, Tennessee, when uh-huh. they're not vacationing in the south of France. With three <laughs> amazing <laughs> children where you can find them working on the family farm, planning trips around the world, which he just did, yes. and dancing to single ladies. Seriously, Google it, which is true. Okay. Yes. Yes. So the first thing. Okay. First wow. thing. Wow. I've, I've actually not had someone read that back to me. Well, that's since kind that, of, it's, it's sort created, of one of the things know? we do is like, how yeah. do you, how do you feel? Yeah. Yeah. yeah well, one, how do you feel not, like John said, it's really fascinating that you've, it's really honorable that you've just been like, I'm not going to be the guy that sort of has like all yeah. the flexes everywhere. Yeah. I, I just, it, uh, there's probably something I can pull out in therapy about it or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah. But like there, there's just, I just have seen too much of the flexes and that, that for me, I just feel like a man of the people. Like I, I always just want to be a man of the people. Like like I just got done going on tour for my first tour ever. Mm-hmm. Like as a as like a headliner speaker. Like Annie and I went you out. Annie F down. Yeah, Annie and I, and so th- I had such a hard time with the entire concept of everything that happened on that tour. Okay, so, I'm so fascinated to hear your experience because we do this kind of stuff all the time. Yes, I I I. I built this this insta familia thing right where i'm like i I travel around doing mostly corporate things now Mm -hmm. and i'm like hey i'm in philly Uh, it's 8 p.m any insta familia want to get a beer at 11 at this bar and like 30 people show up and we we have beers and have fun and so i called these insta familia meetups and i do them all the time and then suddenly you know now i've got i have management now and i have like you know things are growing in the career and I'm having such a hard time with like, wait, I'm going to, I'm going to ask people to pay money to hang out with me. Mm-hmm. Like, like that, nothing about that makes sense about who I am and my platform, and, you know? And so I'm having to like battle this, mm. um, every, like the first night of tour. Um, <laughs> so, you know, I mean, we had, we had like 500, maybe 600 people this first night. You know, I, I had this people are buying VIP tickets to hang out with me. And I'm like, what is this? This feels so bad. So before the show, I just, you know, I take my daughter with me. Uh, she's running my merch and I just, people are coming in. So I walk out and I start hanging out with people in the lobby. I'm like, hey. And they're like, oh my gosh. And, you know, talking, hanging selfies. And my daughter comes running up. She's like, dad, you can't do this. <laughs> These are the common folk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you, you can't, can't mix do, about you with can't the mix it. You can't do this. Like I'm wanting... <laughs> I'm wanting this scene to be as, as ironic as possible with all the VIP people already no, inside. Yeah, uh, You're outside with all the people no, who are just waiting. And again, I'm They've not, already been briefed too and like, yeah. don't look at him in the eyes. Yeah. Do not mention his V-neck or the rosary. No, He's going to no, go crazy. No, no. <laughs> the rosary. So like, I, I get reprimanded by a few people. Reprimand is a strong yeah, word. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. but yeah. like, hey, listen, like, like I know like that's what you're used to. Yeah, you yeah. just can't do that. People have paid extra money to see you like yeah. and hang out with you and i'm like oh gross right? right and so like i just this all goes back to your question of like 
why am I the way yeah, yeah. I am? I just feel like I've built this thing where I'm I'm one of them. Yeah. And so it's I'm having to learn how to okay, I'm still how to still be one of them, yet knowing that they would like more and if they want more then there's things and so um it's just I, last story about this same but same idea. So Little flex here. I was on Good Morning America last Friday. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. And um, so literally flew home from the south of France, straight to New York. I'm Good Morning America. Jeez. I'm on – I'm supposed to be at the studio at 7.45. I know that they're shooting. They start shooting super early. And my hotel is really close to the studio. So I'd woken up early. I was jet lagged. So I was like, babe, I'm going to go get some coffee. Um, do you want some in the hotel? She's like, yeah, go get me some. So I go and I can see – the little studio, that little ticker on the t- Times Square. I was like, I'm just going to walk over there. So I walk over there, and I'm just kind of watching, like, hanging out with everyone outside, like, looking at George Stephanopoulos, trying to, like, see. And I'm like, this is fun. And the security guard walks up to me. She goes, Mr. Whitaker? And I was like, yeah. She's like, what you doing out here? Like, like, aren't you going to be on today? Because apparently, obviously, she saw my face or, uh-huh. in her briefing. In the She's like, and she literally said, because there's a bunch of homeless people out here. She goes, why are you out here with all these nasty people? And I go, I just, I like being with the people. Like, like I'm just like, you know, so I guess I don't have, a, I don't even have a concept of not, of a green room and um, entourage and like just mm-hmm. all those things that I, I don't know how to do. I don't necessarily know if I ever want to do it, but I can't screw, I, I can't get away from that. Yeah, so I think, right. but I think that's why what I do works. And I think that's why the, and we'll talk about it later, but the Insta Familia yeah. is right. what it is because they all feel like we're just homies. You yeah. Know? Yeah. 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 Anyway, that was a longer answer. No, than that's maybe good. Your, I that's, think that's you know. great, and and yeah. it's definitely genuine. You couldn't pull off right. what you're doing with the relationship that you have with your insta familia and, and yeah, just people in general, if it weren't yeah genuine. Yeah, it is. It really is. Like, so well, I love. Can it. I, I want to say one little side note because I don't want us to um, blow by it. While I was doing my copious amount of research yes. for you. I I did find a quote amongst many other things, oh. but this one really stood out, and it is quote okay information about his eye and hair color, which uh, so, first off, let me preface this by saying right before this, <laughs> right before this, what? they had your height and weight where so I think this is so hilarious that they have your height and weight, <laughs> but then they go on to say information about his eye and hair color is not publicly known. Wow. What, 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 what On the other is hand, he looks quite smart, intelligent, and appealing. But I'm like, <laughs> that's mind but the blowing. eye and hair color, it's is just tr- out there. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah like, yeah. ironically, there are like yeah. five pictures of you there right are, above this right quote. Right above the quote. This, this feels like of... an AI response. Like somebody <laughs> typed something in and was yes. like, we can't find it. Yes. Sound, his name makes him sound appealing. <laughs> he Carlos. Regal. Okay. But speaking of your, your Insta Familia and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. It's one of the things that I think that I really like about you. I think this is one of the your most likable traits. Oh, wow. Thank is you. Is that That's you are involved. You're out on the street. You're yeah. you're involved in people's lives. Like yeah. I I heard you speak uh down the road at the Fisher Center at the uh oh, Porter's Call thing. stories. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, and and there you showed this video of I f- I want to say you were in an airport. Yep. And there was a guy who was oh, playing the piano. piano? Guy. Yeah, Tony, right. Tony the piano guy. Okay, so give give just the the summary of that situation. Yeah, 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 yeah. I am. Uh, I was on my way home from something. A gig got canceled. I remember being like bummed, and uh, I was like, "Well, you know, this was 
COVID-ish era. Uh-huh. And I'm like, well, I lost some money. Like, what am I going to do? And so I'm on my way home to Nashville, Atlanta Airport, Terminal A, super long escalator. You go up there. Right then, you see a Chick-fil-A in that food court. There's a pizzeria, kind of wine bar. And then there's like a piano guy playing. And he's always there. Um, and so I, I go get some Chick-fil-A and I am listening to the piano guy. And I kind of turn and realize nobody's paying attention to him. So, uh, you know, just kind of being who I am. I was like, well, I'm just going to go sit as close as I can and enjoy this concert. And so I pull up a chair, maybe awkwardly a little too close. Right. Um, but I pull up a chair and I just kind of start like watching him bounce my head. And he's kind of looking at me and then looking back at his piano and then looking at me. And he finally stops playing and goes, man, what you doing? And I was like, oh, like, why are you? Yeah, like, like, why are you paying attention? And I was like, oh, dude, like, this is amazing. You're so good. I just wanted you to to see that, like, I, I see you. Yeah. Um, and man, he stops playing and just is like, well, tell me about you. And we start kind of forming, you know, this conversation. And I find out about his life, and he's on dialysis every night. He just seemed like the kindest, coolest guy. So anyway, he goes back to playing, and I'm eating my Chick Fil A, and I had the thought, I wonder if, if I could give him a big tip. And I remember I had like like 80 bucks in my pocket and I was like I'm about to blow his mind I'm about to really so I was like hey Tony man what's the biggest tip you've ever gotten again he had $15 in his tip jar at the time he's like 400 bucks and I was like, like oh Uh-oh. crap <laughs> <laughs> you just back up and leave. I, I'm like okay well that, that didn't work but that, that was the moment when I thought wait a second I have the freaking Insta Familia yeah. I've got them right here in the palm of my hand let me start live straight I've got 30 minutes before my flight so I started Insta living him, whatever that verb is, and said, Hey, I got 30 minutes for my flight. How big of a tip could we give him? So, in 30 minutes, we raised $10,000. Good night. And I uh, I stopped him. I said, Hey, Tony, I got to leave in a few minutes, but I just need to let you know. Like, what was the biggest tip you've ever gotten? Whatever. I was like, Well, I'm about to, I'm about to deposit $10,000 into your Venmo account or whatever. And he's like, I mean, you can see his face on the yeah. He is shocked. Yeah. And he's like, What? And I was like, uh, there's a lot of people watching on Instagram. They're called the Insta Familia. And he's like, who? Like, again, he had no concept as what was happening. Right. I left that up um, because the story expires in 24 hours. So I just left it up. And by the end of 24 hours, uh, it, it was $78,000 that we gave him a $78,000 tip. <laughs> holy, holy. <laughs> that is unbelievable. And, and, and it, you know, like it obviously changed his life. Yeah. And. The thing about it is we, Tony and I became like, he became like another dad to me. My dad has dementia. Like I'm I'm in this kind of process of grieving with my own father. And Mm -hmm. suddenly I'm gifted this other man, my dad's age, that just is everything to me. And we Mm -hmm. just became really close. And um, I got to, to make a, uh, really to put a bow on this story and why I feel like this stuff is important is it's never, there's a lot of accounts out there that are like give money to homeless people or whatever. But I like to remind my people that it's not – that's just the beginning of of whatever this relationship or whatever this moment is. It has to keep going. So I, with all the money we've raised, I've tried to stay in relationship with these people. Yeah. Tony yeah. and I continued – You know, I'm giving him Instagram lessons. He's like, I want to be part of the Insta Familia. So I like, mm-hmm. installed Instagram on his phone. I see him all the time in the airport. His kidney disease is getting worse. Mm. He's getting sicker a year later. Now it's 2022, April. Um and I go to visit him in the airport. He's not there. I call his wife. She's like, oh, he hasn't been at the airport in a month. So I see him at home. He's pretty sick. I have a, I have a speaking gig um, at Gwinnett Center Arena in front of 8,000 people coming up maybe three weeks from then. And uh, 
I was like, I'm gonna t- I'm gonna share the story like I did at Porter's Call. Mm-hmm. But what if Tony walks out on stage at the end of it and plays? And uh, so Tony's only played in the airport and a couple of piano bars. Um, so I invited. I was like, dude, not what's the biggest tip? What's the biggest crowd you ever played in front of? He's like, 400 people. And I was like, I'm gonna I want I want you to play us out of my talk. So, bro, we the video for this is amazing. He comes at this point he's really sick he's in a wheelchair but he comes out on stage at the end of my talk and i played the video and i was like anyway you got to give to people yada yada get people are excited about the video but i was like what better way to end this than tony and tony walks out the place goes nuts eight thousand people screaming and he actually asks me before uh he's like um well what song do you want me to play because he's a you know, cover song guy and i was like i don't know what do you play for eight thousand people he goes well they white are they black oh my god <laughs> literally and i go oh they're white he goes Oh, it's one song. I was like, what song? I, I want to ask you guys. Oh, I'm what, so what, nervous. I, 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 this. No, don't be nervous. Don't uh. be nervous. What, 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 would the, what would Tony, my black friend, say he knows what the white anthem of 8,000 people in an arena singing so and everyone's going everyone's gonna to know the my word. First, my mind first goes to Sweet Caroline. That's it. <laughs> that is it. He goes, Sweet Caroline. So he comes out there, da-da-da, and the place start singing with him he is singing i'm up there with my mic going back to 2010 with my my rosary and deep v and i i got my microphone hanging out of them he is singing he he's weeping yeah crying what a moment and he told me he goes this was this was way more um impactful than any of the money that yeah. i ever got he passed away a month later mm. jeez louise and uh, what a gift. And, and i'm just telling you that that's that's it. That's what it's about, right? Like, yeah. like it's it's the totality of what, of of the experience. And yeah. so, you know, I, I just I, I try to, and because I've raised a lot of money, um, you know, I get emails all the time and needs, and I you know think needs are very important and stuff. But it, for me, it's always just been about as I'm stumbling around life, like I just know, I know when it's like, oh yeah. no, this that this person or whatever. So. Free bacon from Butcher Box. Free bacon from Butcher Box. Free bacon Dave. from Butcher Dave. Box. Free Dave, Dave, yeah. oh, Dave, yes. wake up. Yes, yes. No, wait, wait. No, John, please. Was it a dream? Please tell me it wasn't a dream. Free bacon from real. Butcher Box? Yes. Dave, I had the same dream. And guess what? What? It's real. <laughs> the thing is, John, Butcher Box is so great. I don't even need the free bacon for a year. <laughs> okay. You know what I mean? Well, just uh, just give him a call. No, no, John, John, John. I'm still going to take the free bacon. <laughs> look, you never look free bacon in the eye and say no. no okay, that's never. the third thing my never. uncle taught me on the baseball diamond. I just meant that after I made those four top sirloin steaks last night, you oh, heard me four, goodness. John? That's one person in my family didn't get one because we want to create a little <laughs> bit of competition, okay? I don't really need any more convincing to have Butcher Box shift right to my door. Same here, Dave. Same here. I certainly have no beef with the benefits hey, of Butcher hey, Box. You see what I do? do you see what I do It's Tuesday. Hey, it beats the prices at the grocery store, and it's high-quality meat and seafood that you can trust, yeah, humanely trust raised with no antibiotics or added hormones. And it's delivered free, John, right mm-hmm. to your doorstep again. We don't have them throwing it in the neighbor's yard. They don't yard, leave it in the yard. Not in the, back, not in the backyard. They want to just chuck it over your back fence Mm-mm. and just see what happens, Mm-mm. okay? And box plants are customizable in both size and frequency, John. Okay, well, let me add to this, okay, right? Please, A yeah. variety of high-quality cuts at an amazing value, yes. plus exclusive member deals, recipe inspiration, guides, tips, and hacks. Now, Dave, 
It's time to tell them about the free bacon. Go. With pleasure, John. ButcherBox is giving us a special deal. Sign up today at butcherbox.com slash dadville and use code dadville to get two packs of bacon free for a year plus 20 bucks off your first That's order. Amazing. That's amazing. That's butcherbox.com slash dadville and use the code dadville to claim this deal. Oh, man, John, I felt so bad for him yeah. just sitting there in that chair, leaning to the side. Ugh. He was so nauseous. I thought worst. he was going to be sick at any moment, and then, boom, it happened right on the plant. <laughs> oh, I know. It was so bad. <laughs> it was that moment I thought, I wish I could have helped him. And then you told me about today's sponsor, John. Yeah, see, that's right. That would have helped him. Dadville is sponsored by Relief Band. Have you ever had to pull over because someone in the car was sick? Dave, oh, yeah. you do this like, yep. just on your way to the gas station. Or maybe someone in your family had to miss school or work because they were nauseous. If that sounds familiar, and it does to me, John, because four out of five of the Barnes family are car sick at a significant level, <laughs> you need a relief band. Relief band is the number one FDA-cleared anti-nausea wristband that has been clinically proven to quickly relieve and effectively prevent nausea and vomiting associated with motion sickness, anxiety, migraines, hangovers, morning sickness, chemotherapy, and so much more. I love relief band because whenever one of the girls starts to get a little car sick which is crazy because I'm such a great driver but anyway we give them the relief pan and the nausea boom gone it goes away it makes that sound yeah right they feel so much better and we don't take a road trip without it yeah and we always have it ready to go at home, too. In case that wasn't clear, Relief Band is legitimately a band you wear on your wrist to give you relief from nausea and uses technology that works with your body. So it's safe, drug-free, and has zero side effects. It's that simple. Plus, Relief Band both treats and prevents nausea, so you can help stop nausea from becoming a problem in the first place. It's a must-have for every road trip. So if you always have a flashlight on hand for a blackout or a first aid kit on hand for emergencies, then you need a relief band for those unexpected nausea moments. Right now, we've got an exclusive offer just for Dad Villas. Can I tell them about it? Please do. Okay. If you go to reliefband.com and use the promo code DADVILLE, you will receive 20% off plus free shipping. So head to R-E-L-I-E-F B-A-N-D dot com and use our promo code DADVILLE for 20% off plus free shipping. So you have all these situations like that, all yeah. these amazing connections and yeah. and how you're bringing all your familia in to be a part of these things. But having a big following as you do, as we all know, like you, that's a double-edged sword. Sure. Like you see, you're seeing the the potential for really beautiful things and yeah. also you're kind of seeing the worst of people yeah online yeah yeah what is that relationship like specifically mm. being in the That's middle good. of that dichotomy all the time yeah um i feel built for it mm-hmm. i i guess you know i'm 49 and i feel like i've just at 48 figured out what i'm supposed to be doing with wow jeez so like, there's still time for us yeah yeah you you, 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 still, have, you still have time <laughs> you you can have a bunch of other things you care about up on your walls you know that, that mean things really. <laughs> yeah you, we got i got more walls you got more walls you got got more walls. walls. um yeah so so i so the thing is is like i feel like with everything that happened in 2020 all of the really crucial conversations that we're having mm-hmm. in culture and i guess i never knew that i was gifted to help people navigate difficult 
cultural conversations in mm. a grace-filled way. And suddenly, like, I've – that's the number one thing I hear from people is, yes, I raise money, and that's one thing that I do. But the other thing I do is, you know, I talk about these hard things of racism and all these things, but I do it in a way that people feel safe enough, even if they disagree with me. And so suddenly I'm giving people words that they didn't know that they needed. Uh, and I get that a lot. Like, Carlos, like, I, I just – once you said it, once you said it the way you said it, I now have, don't stand on issues, walk with people, whatever it may be, I now have words that I can use in my family, in my relationships. Mm-hmm. And, and so knowing that um, I am the kind of like my book, how to human and be human, see humans, free humans. And, you know, uh, sometimes like people will call me like the, the Mr. Rogers for adults, you know, like, like mm-hmm. helping people like to see people that aren't like them. Mm-hmm that still will bring up a lot of negative energy in people that are following me or people that aren't following me, but see a reel being shared that want to jump into my comment sections. And what I try to do as much as I can is take practice what I preach. And I mean, I get, I I got it yesterday. I put up a reel about how to have difficult conversations with people that you love or something. And somebody came in my comment section. They're like, raw, you're so arrogant and this and that. So what I do is I just went to hit their profile, hit message, swiped up DMs, opened up my camera, and I, I shot them a 60-second video. They, wow. They weren't expecting that from me. But every single person that comes at me wow. in my DMs, wow. I send them a video back where they can see my eyes. Wow. It's just so hard to hate somebody that you can see. Yeah. That's yeah, looking at you. Yeah, and right. every single time they're, you know, they they feel accosted, and then they're nine times out of ten, they're like, I'm, I'm so yeah. sorry. That was my thumbs. I was... And it's always coming from a wound and a place of, of, of hurt. And man, all these people end up being like part of the Insta Familia. And it's because I just mm-hmm. take time to open my camera and let them see my eyes. And That's you know, great. Because I, 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 I think it is the anonymity yeah, that brings out yeah. the worst. It's, yes. like, it's like road rage. Oh, totally. We're all, we're all in our cars. We're not face to face. Oh, you're not face to face. You know, you, you finally catch up with the person that you're road raging speeding behind. And it's, uh, you know... 68 year old grandma and right. you're just like oh you know and suddenly you see <laughs> and then see you're them. madder yeah yeah you're like they should be off the road they, they should, should be know by now yeah that's the thing is they've had more life to learn that yeah lesson. that's right that's right so so anyway i to your question i um i don't know like i feel i feel built for it right now yeah. like whatever whatever the you know the narrative is that we're more divided than we've ever been mm-hmm but the truth is, that's just a narrative. We just have more access to other people's opinions than we've ever had. I saw right. your post, yeah, yeah. So, which, so, by the way, was we <laughs> laughed so hard because I was like, if I tried to do a post while I was running, <laughs> literally people would send it to the emergency room and be like, "You need to find where Look for he him. is. He, it looks Look like he's off of Belmont. Just, yeah, like my eyes would be crossed. There'd be blood from my ears. Yes, yes. I'd be like quoting Elton John lyrics <laughs> totally, while I'm trying totally, to make a point. It'd totally. just be so. Confusing. Well, I mean, here's the thing. The, the, I, I produce those things, right? Like I put the camera down. Yeah, yeah. I run up to the yeah, camera. Yeah. Right, but to the right. to the normal person watching, they're not even thinking yeah, yeah, that. Yeah. They're like, "Oh, we must have a camera crew following." Yeah. I'm like, "No, no." I like I, I like set it down. <laughs> I walked 100 feet away, and then I ran back by. I would have, I would have loved for the ca- for the family it, that you're running in front of to be like, "Honey, what is no, he doing?" It's the, this is it all. The, that's my life all the time. I just I just don't care anymore. So I just yeah, do, yeah. you know, like I've yeah. no but, but I mean to your point, that video is yeah. I remember watching that and being like, What a what a great that that can't be said enough right now. Yeah. The truth of that. Yeah. Because I think it's easy to feel yeah. like, yeah. man, what are we doing? Oh, We're hopeless yeah. and yeah. you know, it's end of days when it's like, Well, no, 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 no. It's yeah. just everybody's got a mic now. So yep. that's it. We can hear it. Yep. And it's just now about engaging. That's such a beautiful way. We actually did a 
podcast earlier today, and we were talking about one of the <laughs> one of the ways that our day started was our producer sent us as a joke, like as a total joke. Somebody had commented on one of our YouTube, you know, we put Davil on YouTube, yeah, and uh, and you know, she had just left a really kind of mean, snarky sure. comment, and we never look for those. Oh, like, yeah, we yeah, just avoid yeah. those like the plague. Yeah, yeah, and it was like you know, kind of funny because he was like, "How about this?" But you know, of course, with us, we're like, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, to your point, like that's exactly what we talked about. You know, yeah. as we were sitting down, kind of recapping yeah. that is like hopefully maturity gets you to a place where you realize this is a human. Yep. They probably are coming from somewhere where somebody hurt, you know, just they've had a bad day or they're just, and, and and then you can handle those things. And I'm the same as you. Like I've had some moments where somebody's either been with a show or, you know, just somebody's kind of like been out of shape. And when I engage with them in a very kind way, almost a hundred percent of the time, we, I did a show that most that's ever had me. I did a show in Denver probably a decade ago. That was a stand up show. So it wasn't music. Oh, okay. Got it. But the and it was a part of a tour. But that one night, that venue had had sort of miss um, oh. put it up. They had put it up as a music show, and I'm telling you, seven seconds into walking on stage, I could feel it. Oh no! I could feel it as visceral oh, as geez. I could the I'm, stage I'm under my a feet. Attack right now, and I was like, something is not right. Mm-hmm. Like, because now the good thing is, everybody likes me. That's why they're there. Yeah, sure. But they were like, where you know, where's the and where's and the I guitar? just plowed through the show, and I think by the grace of God, ninety percent of them were like, that was great either way. Yeah. Yeah, but I had some mean comments. Oh, like wow. you duped us, and I, I, all of them. I was like, hey, I, I sure. sent all of them the DMs back saying, hey, this is exactly what happened. The venue yeah. has owned it. There's, I would never try to do that. Let me know if you want your money back. Right. And nine out of ten said, uh-huh. dude, thanks for letting me know. I yep. think we were just confused and felt like it was a little dishonest. Knowing yeah. that, it was still a great show. Yeah. Thanks. The only guy that got mad was a youth director. Oh, <laughs> he was like, "I want my money he's back. Like, Give it back. Give me back, bro." He's like, he's like "Look, I'm a youth director. Yeah, this was life my, is my already hard. Hour break. <laughs> this, and you stole it. From you me. stole it. I did not want to uh, laugh. No, but okay, yeah. But I think to your point, that's a very. Yeah. I love how you handle that. It actually yeah. makes me think about that with myself. If you know, if when the happens. Yeah. So you alluded to this earlier how you you are someone who speaks out on issues and you're not afraid that's part of your thing yeah and and you alluded to 2020 and all the race relations all that yeah. kind of stuff yeah and and this feels like such a ridiculously big small question sure. whatever but what is it like in your experience being yep. a person of color in yep. 2023 in america what is it like and and is it how does it differ from like 2003 yeah 1993 yeah. oh no no it's it's uh um i think in 2023 l- let me tell you how it differs from 2020 before i go back to mm-hmm. you know how it differs in 2020 2020 it felt like everybody wanted to be an ally yeah in mm-hmm. in 2023 it feels like people feel safe enough and far away removed enough from 2020 to where they not only don't want to be an ally anymore, but they can almost be a little bit more blatantly racist, to be wow. honest. Wow. Hmm. Like, it, it, it is, I'm, I'm shocked on a daily basis as to things that I'm reading and, and, and people that I love or know um, that follow voices that I see are saying things. I'm like, I've not, like they would never have said that in 2020. They would never have said that in 1990. Right. But what what gives people the the gall now to be able to say something in 2023? 
because maybe they feel maybe there's something cultural that feels that well a lot of some of what we believed in 2020 about organizations or whatever we were led astray by maybe what those organizations were really about so now we feel a little bit more bravado and being able to say it louder uh, something we never would have said in 2020. So, I mean, I know that's kind of like dancing around. I don't want to get too into the weeds, um, but I do feel like in 2023 right now, it's just as big of an issue. Mm. Um, it, and I feel like I'm, I'm I maybe because, because I am a, a reconciler of relationships and I felt like I was doing a lot of work in 2020. And I feel like a lot of the work that I did in 2020, well, for example, I mean, you know, let's just do it like, uh, like DEI, like suddenly 2020, it's like, I can, I'm, I'm now speaking in corporations about diversity, about equity. I'm like, this is great. Like, oh, an I, inclusion, I, an inclusion. I, I, I think that everybody probably wants this. And it seemed like that in 2020. Yeah. Let's, we're all going to talk about this. And then suddenly now it's like, no, not only are we not going to, a lot or not only are we not going to have that in our organizations anymore but we're going to like make it illegal to even talk about it. so it's like it went even see what i'm saying like, like it feels like mm-hmm. it's like it's like gone even farther into like crazy town to where it's like oh my gosh i can't even now when i say in 2020 when i said yeah i'm teaching on diversity and equity to, to nike designer summit 100 percent of people would have been like yeah you know that's probably a good idea we, we need to we need to yeah. we need to think about that yeah i say that now Oh, you're 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 Marxist. You're woke. You're you know this, and I'm like, now we now we now people are using words like woke that were created by Black America in the 1800s to talk about um, like we have to stay awake to the systems of injustice and racism, and they're using that term as a insult to the very people that create. It's right, just so right. much more blatant these yeah. days. So I guess you know I could get super passionate about that, but I just feel like. Man, my work is not even, the work is just beginning, you know? He's John and he's the man on the scene. And his friend's name is Dave. Hey, Dave. Yeah. Hey, John. Do you ever wish you had visibly thicker hair? I mean, your hair is very visibly thick, but do you ever wish it were thicker? (laughs) Or how about less shedding? Okay, I hear that. You and I both know that you have a problem with shedding. (laughs) Or maybe stress is causing your hair to thin. Mm -hmm. Or maybe it's the other way around. Okay, look, every one of those things, John, okay? Okay. Most days I picture myself on the cover of one of those romantic novels you could buy at the grocery store. Oh, yeah, with a shirt, like unbuttoned, flowing locks of hair gazing mm-hmm. from the beach at the ocean waves that are just crashing around my feet <laughs> yeah you know well, well that's okay. normal right that's it's normal right t- maybe not but <laughs> with that dream in mind i think you should try nutrafol listen okay. to me dave i'm listening nutrafol is the number one dermatologist recommended hair growth supplement clinically shown to improve hair growth visible thickness and strength hey just went to nutrafol.com while you're talking and don't be offended I by that I don't offended. be offended by that to take their hair health wellness quiz it helped me identify causes of my thinning hair and it let me know that nutrafol will give me a personalized plan for better hair health through whole body wellness and you know the best part dave tell me john the best part about nutrafol is it works okay in, in clinical in studies there. 72% of men saw more scalp coverage after taking Nutrafol's men's 
hair growth supplement for six months. And 86% of women saw improved hair growth after taking Nutrafol's women's hair growth supplement for six months. Take the first step to visibly thicker, healthier hair. For a limited time, Nutrafol is offering our listeners $10 off your first month subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com and enter the promo code DADVILLE. Find out why over 4,000 healthcare professionals recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. Nutrafol.com, spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com, promo code DADVILLE. That's Nutrafol.com, promo code DADVILLE. Go Ninja, go Ninja, go. Hey. Go Ninja, go on, Ninja, go. Yeah. What's up, John? Hey. Hey, yeah. hey Dave. Lunchtime, John. Yeah. That's what's up. Did you ask what's up? I don't even care if you did, because I'm going to tell you what's I up. I did with my eyes. Okay. <laughs> you always do it with your eyes. It's lunchtime, Johnny. And okay. guess what? Look what I brought. Just look what I brought. Dude! Yes. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles lunch Teenage bag? Where did you find that? Ninja Turtles. Simple Modern. You've probably uh, seen their gear at Target, Walmart, and on mm-hmm. Amazon, John. I mean, I saw that 40-ounce Trek tumblers there, Yep. but I had no idea that they also had these sweet TMNT lunch bags. That's TMNT. Teenage Mutant look, look at you. Look at you. You're Street so talk. in the know. Well, they do. And not only is there stuff in those stores, mm-hmm. you can go to simplemodern.com slash dadville and order directly from Simple Modern. They are the perfect brand for everything you need for back-to-school time. We call That's that right. BTST. That's right. That's for right. TMNT. Uh-huh. We don't have time to say I'm the whole sorry, word. So Listen, yes, yes. Dave, this stuff is awesome. Yeah. Look, you can get backpacks, drinkware, yep. lunch bags, and they have Disney, Marvel, NCAA, and NFL designs. And NFL, that's National Football League. <laughs> it, is, it is. And, John, maybe yeah. the best part is they give 10% of their profits to organizations committed to causes like solving the water crisis, fighting human trafficking, or helping underprivileged communities. Okay, look at this. <laughs> I just placed my order. I, I went with the Spider-Man Hadley lunch bag, mm-hmm. okay, because I didn't want to steal your Ninja Turtle Thunder. Yeah, Turtle Thunder was actually named my metal band in high school, but I digress. I knew you could do it, John, and I've always believed in you, except for a Thank couple you. times in the past, but mostly I have believed in you. Go to <laughs> www.simplemodern.com slash dadbill, and by sharing your email, you'll get a unique discount code just for you, or bundle and save for back to school. This should be your go-to brand for your family. I want to give a shout out. And when I give a shout out, I always laugh because it just brings me so much joy to give a shout out to Claritin for supporting this episode and providing us with free samples. You know it, John. This time of year, my allergies are in fuego. They're Mm -hmm. always on the attack, but I use this and you should too. Oh, I do, Dave. Every day in our house. Luckily, for those of us who live with the symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin Clear with Claritin D. Designed for serious allergy sufferers, which is is me raising my hand, Claritin D has two powerful ingredients in just one pill to relieve your allergy symptoms and decongest your nose so you can breathe better. This double-action combination of prescription-strength allergy medicine and the best decongestant available relieves sneezing, runny nose, itchy and watery eyes, an itchy nose and throat and sinus congestion and pressure with ease. John, I've been taking Claritin D for my allergies for a long time, and it's been an absolute life changer. I can go for a run without my eyes watering. I may be crying, but it's not sure, from allergies. Totally different. And I can sing without feeling like I have a fr- like a big old, let's not even call it a frog. It's a, it's like a toad. It's like a family of toads. It's a family. It's a turtle. Yeah. In my so you ready to live life as if you don't have allergies? Yeah, me. I it's am. time to live Claritin clear. 
fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter. Ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin clear. Use as directed. Do you think any of that has to do with, one, is there anything to, from from your view, white people getting Easy, sort of- John. Easy. <laughs> Easy. And I say that with all respect. <laughs> Well, do you hear that? He he is saying it safely to you. Okay? I don't, I'm, I'm putting the headphone down. <laughs> I, I, need, I need to take a walk. <laughs> you can't say, I can it. say it. White people getting sort of fatigue. Oh, sure. And also, too, like, is there yes. anything to it? And I'm not making any comment on, like, that we no. should feel yeah. fatigue or that we, whatever. Is there also anything, any sort of sense of, like, pendulum swinging and we're, we're getting there, but we just got to... Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I think that the hood was pulled open on America in 2020, mm. and everybody got to see something they've never seen before. Yeah. They, they, they yeah. saw this, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. <gasps> and I think you can look at that for in, initially, and you can be like, yeah, this needs to get fixed. Well, is yeah. it... I don't want to put words in your yeah, mouth, yeah, yeah. but is it better said to say white people got to see something that was there sure. all the time? Absolutely. We, did, we just yes. weren't yeah, seeing Yeah, because everybody yes. else is living under the hood. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Everyone else is. Yeah. <laughs> the, the, what's under the hood? It was built for white people. You know, yeah, like, like yeah. and so, so it's like, yeah. oh my gosh, like, like, like this is, this is, uh, um, this is horrible. I want to look at this, but here's, here's the thing I've looked at. Now we can go back to the nineties and the eighties that you were talking about. I've looked at systemic issues and, or racism, just blatant racism to me. Even when I moved to Nashville, like I've got all these stories of racism that, that have happened like in town. And when I've been fly fishing on the Caney Fork River and got came back to my truck in 2017 saying, go home N word, you know, you're not Jeez. you're not welcome here. Like this is in middle Tennessee. This yeah. is like, yeah, I, I loved the outdoors. I'm in the outdoor industry a lot and I see it a lot there. And um, so there's always I, that's been me every day. Right. That's what I have to live in. And suddenly what mm. happened in 2020 is, yes, white people, I think, looked under under the hood and they're like, oh, this is awful. Like, okay, like, what can we do? What can we, let, let's do it, let's do it. And I mean, I knew, I knew from Jump Street, yeah, this isn't gonna lie, this isn't maintainable yeah, because, yeah. because if you haven't been in it and seeing it yeah. and experiencing yeah. it day after day after day, it's not maintainable to the, your worldview. And at some point, they're gonna put the hood back down. And at some point, they're not gonna wanna look under the hood anymore. And so right. that, that is, there's, there was fatigue, a lot of fatigue. And honestly, I'm one of the people that was like, it's understandable. This is not maintainable yeah. if this isn't something that you're called to. Every, But I think it is maintainable if you just kind of you don't feel like you have to go to a march every weekend. Yeah. yeah. Like, like, what can you just do when you're in yeah. the small moments yeah. of yeah. You conversation? You need to feel some kind of, It's like it, with anything, like yeah. exercise or whatever. If you're not seeing some kind of small yeah. progress or something totally. like that, it's hard you know, to I, I think it. one of the small things that we've done with Annie and I, because, yeah. I mean – that was a huge year for us. Yeah. I mean, with with us and our friends who, you know. Absolutely. And very eye-opening. And I think yeah. at that point I was like, well, I, I feel like I know about that. And yeah. it was like that. <laughs> I feel like. And by the grace of God, I sat down with all of my black friends and yeah. said, hey, can we talk about yeah, this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it literally felt like I was being read into oh, a, yeah. a play that I was in that I didn't know I was in. Right, right. Like it was like, yeah. so you've enjoyed that. Can we show you what happens over uh -huh. here? And it was like, this has been here the whole time. Uh -huh. But I think, so it was very eye-opening. But I think one of the things that is so fascinating to me is like, 
you said that so well. It's like if you don't even have a passion for it. But one of the things that we've tried so much with our kids. Yeah, yeah. That Annie and I, it is one of the most important things we talk about. Yes. Is when we have moments where something happens uh-huh. and there's not fairness. Yep. Where there's a sense of like, why is that not like that for us or them or yeah. whatever? Yeah. We are on it. Yep. It is like you need to understand something. Like that is why this is like this. Uh-huh. And as uh-huh. white people, we have this ability to do some things that our black friends don't get right. to do as easily or it's just whatever that is, right? Yeah. Whatever yeah. that is. But for us, I have been so thankful because I can see that they are starting to understand that better and it's sure. informing their worldview. And totally. so it's, to your point, John, it's even like those little point, those little micro movements. Yes. And, and like you're saying, yeah. where you, cause I think the fatigue that I've seen, I'm white. I don't know. <laughs> and uh, one of the things that I have seen is like, you can feel, I feel like with uh, amongst some of the white community people, whatever yeah. that I know it, it does become, you see so much. Yeah. And your first thing is like, we got to make this right. 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 And, and then it doesn't get right. Right. And you go, well, I'm sorry. Well, the problem is it's just way more complex. Way than more complex. Right? Up for sure. Yeah. And then you're like, I don't even know what to do about that. Yeah. Uh-huh. But, but then also I think there's this real feeling of like, man, I feel really bad. Mm-hmm. I don't really love feeling bad. Right. Oh, and I think, totally. and I think maybe the biggest to me, uh, you know, just from my side of the whole thing as a white guy, I'm like. I do think to, that's the, that's why I think you have so much wisdom what you're saying and your wisdom to go. Let me tell you how long this is going to last yes. <laughs> because it's like <laughs> no, let me tell you that yeah. who doesn't do well with those feelings is whoever the sort of like yep. majority is. Absolutely. You know, they're, they're yeah. not going to enjoy being told like, hey, even in the most gracious ways, sure. like, this just isn't going great. Or yeah. like, man, it just mean a lot more if you thought about us in a different way or whatever. Yeah. And so you could you could feel very much so like at a certain point, to your point, it not just sort of changed, it turned. Where it's it like, did. that's enough. Yep. Like, hey, world, that's enough. That's Absolutely. enough. That's enough. Absolutely. Because so good. I don't like feeling bad. Right. And I'm right. really tired of feeling like bad. And especially, yeah. you know, when you think about like me or John or someone who's generations down sure going like i, I didn't even know i was am i do what am i doing something yeah, totally. and if i am doing something i didn't even know i was doing it uh-huh. so now i feel doubly bad because yep. i feel clueless to some oppression that i'm a part of that right you know and so i think to your point it's very it's it's fascinating to hear that you 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 know you are wise enough and have been there long enough to read it because i think a lot of people thought we can do it and then again you sort of hit that point where uh-huh. you're like oh god yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm just i'm a little oh i just I don't like feeling bad. Right. I don't want to feel bad, so we put the hood down. Yep. And we and and because you know we can keep on with our lives, we keep on with our lives. Totally. You know. Absolutely. Yeah. And and you know, I mean, when you really think about it, it, it was it was a lot. Like it's it was a lot of a lot of focus on race and a lot of focus, and then and then a lot of new conversations. And suddenly it's like, oh wait, wait a second. What well, now? I've got to be anti-racist as opposed to not racist. And what's the definition of that? Yeah. So like, I know that it, it is exhausting to lean in, and mm-hmm. you know, and so like I. I am I am one of the voices that that's like I I I'm not expecting everybody to yeah. you know to to like I said march every weekend or to mm-hmm. whatever but like I don't think that's how it's going to get fixed anyway yeah. like I yeah. I feel like it's with your kids mm. and with your great grandparents, if they're still alive, yep. or grandpa, yep. hey grandpa, you probably can't say that, yeah. you know, like, like <laughs> just not. things like that, you know. And uh, uh, I just think it's going to be in those micro moments that. And you know, happen. you know what it is, and this is not. There's a million ways for the, that it gets better, but I yeah. think the thing that I have seen always be effective, it yeah. feels like, is when people actually befriend people of different colors. Yes, and absolutely. really become friends. Yes, not just like, oh, we know her from whatever, right? But a real sense of like, no, I feel a connectedness. Yeah. That's always the bridge for me always. to go. Isn't it crazy how that person who once 
didn't even know or may have felt strong feelings or didn't feel anything. Suddenly yeah. it's like, man, I've just never thought about your yep. experience. Yes, that's it. Because I care about mm-hmm. you. And that's now I want to be like, well, I don't want you to have that experience. That is it. <laughs> that, that goes back to my, you know, what I think you read it in the bio or something where I say, don't stand on issues, walk with people. Yeah. Yeah. That doesn't mean you don't care about the issues. That doesn't mean you don't have right. an opinion on the issue. That doesn't mm-hmm. mean that you're not passionate about your point of view of the issue. It just means that that every issue has a person that is associated with that issue. And so go walk with that person that's really associated with the issue. Walk with them, walk, become friends with them, hang out with them. One of the things that moved me so much in that season was talking to my friends who had kids Mm -hmm. and hearing how it's a, it's such a, it's a, I don't, I don't want to say common because I don't know, I don't know that life, but hearing them say how common it was for them amongst all of my friends who are dads, how there's this thing you kind of pass down to your kids where you have to have I mean, it sounded like akin to like the sex talk. Yeah, we would all no, have. totally. You have the hey. Yeah, the cop talk. The, there we go. Yep. There yeah. we go. Absolutely. That blew my yeah. freaking mind. Yeah, yeah. I was like, you have to. Do, and they were like, yeah. I, mean, I was like. Yeah. No. Dude, yeah. I, I, my dad had that talk to me in 1991. I mean, it was a very specific. And my dad is a black Panamanian, right? So he's an immigrant mm-hmm. as a black man in this country. And I remember it was it was my junior high school. And um I got my driver's license and he, he literally, we, we had a conversation. Listen, son, this was in Atlanta um, where he's just talking to me about if I get pulled over, mm. like, like you just keep your hands on the steering wheel, you da, 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 da. And I'm like, this was in 1991. Yeah. Right. And so, yeah, it's, it is. Really so how, so that to say, how, what does that look like with your kids? Like, how, what, yeah. like it now, what does it look like in 20, you know? Yeah. You know, it, and- I, I love talking about this because my, my kids actually look like a, a gap ad, right? Like I've got a black kid, a white kid, and a Korean kid, and it's like they're the United Colors of Benetton. And so, you know, only old people re- recognize that one. But, I get it. I get but, it. Um, I get it. Careful but, with your words there. Carlos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Sorry, it. sorry. Don't say old people. We don't like to be called old. Right, right, right. Experienced. Right. But um, but but yeah, you know. And so, what I love about this conversation is like my my. So my son, we adopted from Korea, right? We can't make a Korean kid, so we adopt him. He he comes, um, and then I've got. I literally we have our two daughters. Heather and I made them both. One came out darker than me. One came out wider than Heather. They literally have different lived experiences. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, in that the same wild. town. Jeez. Like blood sisters, they have different experiences. Yeah. And, uh, and, and so, yeah, so we, we have to talk about that. We do talk about that. And I actually, um, I don't think I did a podcast. Maybe it was an Instagram thing where I talked to both of them about like, one of you identifies as white. One of you identifies Good as night. black. But you're you have the same mom. Your and dad. sisters, same mom and dad. That Isn't is crazy. Crazy. And so and so, um, seeing that and no no, I've I've been able to really see how one one kid's experience is different than, the, than another's nuts. kid. And then and then I've got my my Korean kid who, in the middle of all the 2020 stuff, like, you know he. He doesn't look like any of us. Mm. And so suddenly, like I hear from him, like, you know, this is, this is hard for me. Like I, Mm -hmm. I, I am, you know, as a Korean, especially in Nashville, there's not a big Asian um, community. And I mean, there, there's, there's one here, but not like LA or places we've been. Mm -hmm. And he's like, I really, I just feel lonely Mm. that no one looks like me, like none of my friends, you know? And so, yeah, man, it, it is, it is a constantly moving target of conversation you know i feel like as they get older things are going to the more experiences they're going to have Mm. and the more you know i i it breaks my heart to know that my daughter is going to run across more racism 
one of them than one the other. Of them. God, that's crazy. You know? That is crazy. Yeah. The crazy. Last question though about this because yeah. I and I and I I kind of hesitate to. Those are the best ones. Yeah. Whenever you say I kind of hesitate, yeah. I hesitate to ask it because I I don't want to be I don't want to be like the white guy that's like. But it's better now, right? Sure, it's yeah, good. Yeah, it's, yeah. you know. <laughs> yeah, totally. But I'm like, as you're talking about your experience and talking about your kids, I'm like, well, we would all hope that it's 2023. Yes. Like when your daughter gets her license, or she has it already. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Hopefully, it's at least yep. better than yeah. it was. Yes. Do you have that sense? Or yes, I, I would say yes. It's better than it was in 19. You're going to get yeah. in your car and call your wife and be like, they asked the question. And I had to say <laughs> it, honey. I, looked, I could <laughs> tell John, John yeah, yeah. had a tear in his eye. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. And if I said yeah. no, yeah. he was not going to sleep yeah. tonight. That <laughs> is the thing. I be, and I, and I, I, we've said this before when we're having these kinds of conversations. I'm like, you just, I'm just going to say the question. Yes. Because yes. No, it's good. It's I'm going to take the chance that I'm going to be that guy. Yes, and, yes. You know. it, is, it, is, it is better, but you have to start. It's better for who? Hmm. Uh-huh. So, so it's not better for my daughter that's going to experience it in the mall because it's going to be the first time she experiences right, it. Right, right. So, so it's better for me. So I get to look and say, it was better than my, my when my dad immigrated to the United well, States said, in 1960. Yeah, I, I'd get that. He couldn't drink out of the same water fountain when mm-hmm. he landed mm-hmm. as a white guy. I can drink out of the same water fountain as you guys. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I didn't know. I, I, I never lived that. Yeah. So, so you that, can't experience so, so, that. So when he win. was like, when he was like, oh, things are better, I'm like, Oh, that really hurt my feelings when they called me the the N word as I was, you know, or, or I can't. I, when I dated, I won't say her name, and I went to pick her up at prom, knocked on her door, and her father opened the door, and Tucker Georgia looked at me and said, "You're at the wrong house." And I was like, "Oh no, it's I'm Carlos." Like, is it, no? You're, and then I hear her upstairs go, "Daddy," and I'm like, "Oh, so Dad, I know that you you got to you didn't drink out of the same water fountain, Jeez. but when that man looked me in the eye." And would not let his daughter go to prom with me because I was black. Mm-hmm. It hurt me just as much, even though it's better. And then when Sayana has whatever experience she has, yeah, it's going to be better, but it's going to hurt. She's not going to know what better. Is. Yeah, right. that's right. She's right. going to. And so, so yeah. yes, it's better. Um, but man, better's not it, right? Right. Yeah. So. Right. Yeah. And I don't even know why I want to ask that question. Well, I think I just no, want it to you, be better. You want, you want, I want it to be better. It to be that, you, all my friends, just hope. my friends ask yeah, the same hope, thing. Yeah. Like, dude, like, like things are things are better. We had a black president. Right. Things are better. Well, and, and right? I think that maybe the 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 bad possible outcome of yes. that question and getting a answer that's like, yeah, it's getting better is yeah. is sort of sort of the global thing that maybe we all felt <laughs> in 08, totally. where it's like, okay, we're good now. Yeah, totally. Like, look at this. Yeah. Obama, you know, like wow, racism is over. It's over. <laughs> it's over. It is over, you know. I think I think too, I mean, you know, we don't have to talk about this, but I, I do it. think it matters. I think one of the things that's so helpful when you have a Christian worldview. Yeah. It, it's not hopeful, but I think it's helpful is yeah. if you really believe the human heart is what it is what it is. Yes. This doesn't get reconciled right. before right. Yeah. No, Jesus totally. coming back. And so yeah. I, and, and and I mean that's not it's not to like give no, an excuse no, 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 or no. like yeah, but I think it at least gives some operating structure around totally. what you just said. Absolutely, yeah. it's like yeah. this is human hearts are dark and simple, yep. and you yeah. know, there's this just this is what we do. But while like to John, as a part of me as a white guy, I'm just like, man, I just want this to be better. I know. Can this be better? Yeah. Can we just make this better? Yeah. And so you just want to hear your black friends look at you and be like, bro, <laughs> yeah. I had a day without racism, <laughs> and you're like, a day, and they're like, it was a good. <laughs> Yeah. No, it it is. It is. I still, I still, if we, I mean, this was two weeks ago 
we go on a family walk. Family's getting smaller because kids are getting older. But with with my son, and uh, we're kicking the soccer ball, and Heather's with us, and in my own neighborhood, I don't know my neighbors, and I kick the soccer ball, and it rolls into someone's yard, and I go running, and my wife literally stops me. Hey, 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 let Lucy go get that. Good night. Because that's something that we don't have, you know, that in your that neighborhood, in my neighborhood, in my own neighborhood, but we we didn't know this house yeah. and. And Heather's like, just let Losiah, like he's seventeen year old Korean kid, like it's just maybe better than if you go in the. And so, like again, it's better, but I still have to think about this. Good things, yeah. night, you know. So, yeah, that's the thing. I feel like you know, and last to put it in a bow, I think that that was the grace that my friends gave me in that season was just just to be read in a little bit. Yeah, and yeah. I think for me, learning those things, I was like, how can you not have empathy? Yeah. When you hear daily, hourly, I mean, one of the most fascinating ones, and every single one of my black friends uh, 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 agreed. Yeah. One of my buddies said, oh, when I go, I mean, this is, he's 55. Yeah. Is that right? 50. He said, when I go to any restaurant, uh-huh. I immediately count the black people. Yeah. And I was like, he's like, anywhere that I go that has a mass of people. Yep. I've just like, okay. Yep. Okay. Got a couple. Totally. <laughs> Got a couple. And yeah. I was like, for real. He's like, that, yeah. and he's like, it's a, it's it's subconscious at this point. Yeah. It's just, yeah. am I am I good? Is yeah, this totally. like if this goes sideways? Yep. And I was like, that's your life. He's like, yeah, that's bro. That's he's like, yeah. we're just that's the surface. Sure. Yeah. But you know, to your point about yeah. not running the yard, there are these things that I think as white people uh-huh. we just so don't think about. Forget right. taking for granted. We just it's not even on the. Yep. I'm not. That's I have a life where I don't have to worry about that. Yeah. You yeah. know, like. Yeah. I do in the richer neighborhoods. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Be careful because I'm like, oh, he's here to help with the landscaping. Um, he doesn't look like he fits here. But, you know, not yep. Yep. not anything. There's yep. just really not many moments in my life that I have to think about that. Sure. Which and is I, why it's important to have these conversations. Yes, that's yeah. exactly yeah, right. I'm grateful that you guys are having it because a lot of people will hear it and go, huh. Yeah, yeah, I haven't thought about that. That's, yeah. And that's it. Which is I, a, I that's huge. That's it. That's, that's it. really right it, there. man. That is yeah. it. Because I think if you sit down as any kind of person, just for one minute, like people listening right now, if you haven't heard this, just take, maybe pause it for 30 seconds and go, how would I feel if I was in my own neighborhood and my wife looked at me as I'm about to run? I don't care what color you are. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It stops you, but I'm really speaking to white people. It goes, hey, maybe don't don't run in that yard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me go get it. Let let me go get it. Well, why can't I just run in a yard? Well, because they may see you as a threat because of this color of your skin. It'd be like- well, that would feel very unnerving. And again, that is <laughs> yeah. the, there's an iceberg And also tip. acknowledge that, is, that yeah. you can't even, I, like as yeah. you're describing this, yeah. I'm like, I can't jump in there. Right. I can't, you know, I can try my best to cons- get that on a conceptual level. Sure. But all that comes with it and, you yeah. know, 49 years of walking around in yeah. your skin, you know. Yeah. That's why these conversations are so powerful. Just hearing Absolutely. a little bit, a couple anecdotes that make you think, Yep. you know. Yep, and you're the right guy to do it because you have the charisma and the thick skin. Sure, to yeah. be able I always to feel bad that. Like I mean, John always laugh. We're like, oh great, we've got one of our black friends or <laughs> Hispanic. Somebody's coming to the pod, and we're like, oh, you know what we're gonna do? And yeah. I'm like, I can't help it. <laughs> so, so especially like, in 2020, we were. Oh, yeah, we were oh like, sure, yeah. Are you? Yeah. You don't have to do this, <laughs> right? Yeah, have yeah. you been doing this all morning, <laughs> and now we're your? Are we with 300? Are, are we white, white friend number 37 <laughs> today? <laughs> it's a yeah. Just kind of, There's oh, just what's your question? There's a queue to your front door. People, I'm number 320. Say, come on in. You're gonna ask the same. That is what it felt like in 2020. That is for sure. You're just handing out like. Pamphlets. Yeah, yeah. This is my your your questions in here. I promise you. It's totally. in here. Oh my gosh. No, but speaking of your charisma, 
yeah, yeah, and, yeah. and your people skills and all that kind of stuff. Tony's story on paper is is a is a moving story, but it requires somebody like you with your skills sure. to tell that story to yeah. people and really mobilize and motivate people. Yeah. I'm curious as a dad. Yeah. How does that superpower? Because it's a superpower in the world. Yeah. It, what effect does it have in in the home? Yeah, you know it it has it actually has a big effect. And my wife is very grateful for that superpower. I mm, think. Yeah, you know she she uh, she she was you know we we were I was again a touring musician for while my kids were really little and then started speaking and was gone a lot and um but I am um as my kids got older and turned into teenagers. And the attitudes started coming in. Like I did become the, all the skill set that I use on social media and to tell stories and all the things I was using every day at home. Like I, mm-hmm. it was, it, well, I mean, I'll, we'll go real specific. My son, my 17 year old son right now, like, like I have actually had to step in and really take over a lot of what, what my wife and him were just butting heads. Mm. Uh, and I said, Hey, let, let me. I know I, I don't know really anything about his homeschool situation or anything. Let me let me just kind of try to come in here and I just I talk to him differently. I just kind of you know I, I again Heather does. My wife would say it's a skill set. She's like I just I don't have the empathy you do. I don't have the you know and that's what he needs in this season of mm-hmm. his life. And so yeah, I think in the home it's it is helpful. I, it's been fun to watch my kids now. Um, start to do what I do, like start to in their friend groups and in their, you know, they're, they're seeing the outcasts. They're seeing the ones that, you know, um, all their friends are, um, maybe the ones that are left out and I'm watching them go after them, chase after the, I mean, my daughters are literal supermodels. They're, you know, 20 and 21, uh, in Nashville, like they're just, Insta influencers on TikTok and outfits of the day and all this stuff, and to watch them and they've got all these people googling over them and their skills and their beauty, to watch them specifically chase after the outcasts every day. Like, no, who's the one that that's left out? Who's the one? And man, just as a dad, like, mm. oh my god, I could cry just talking about it right mm. now. Like, to watch them get that and to catch that from me uh, is something I'm uh, just so proud of. You know, yeah. so. how do you, how do you deal? We were talking about this before. One of the things that I'm really interested with the space that you're in, you know, um, social media influence, yeah. whatever you want to call it. Um, and now they're kind of like, I, I was looking on your account and I mean, they've got followers, yeah. like your daughters, which is yeah. dad has got to be like a mildly terrifying. Sure. No, it right? definitely, especially with cute daughters. Yeah. It's yeah, not, yeah. 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 You know, you're like, De- definitely terrifying. How, what is that? How do you lead that? Like, I mean, that may sound cheesy but like yeah. how how do you father that how yeah. do you kind of look at them and go hey like i'm in that space i know it well yeah, yeah. How, what do those conversations look like with them? the conversations are more um they're, they're more about them than they are about the followers they're, hmm. it's it's more about you know i just want i just want to make sure that they are a I, as a dad i'm just kind of being a protector so i'm looking at things i'm like hey baby like you accidentally put your like location on that last you know, story like, can you, can we not? And oh, I did. Yeah, you know, so yeah. like, I'm, I'm looking at that stuff right away. But then also, like, I'm, I'm just watching them, and they actually have this relationship with, with social media that is, um, different than the one I have. Like, mm. like I am, I'm a storyteller, right? So like, I, that, that is what I do. It's what I did. You know, everything I've done has always been telling a story. They're not telling stories on their, on their socials, and so they're using it. Um, and I'm watching. They're watching their platforms grow. 
And, you know, they, I mean, my, my daughter has no shame. Hey, Dad, can you tag me? You know, like, like as, as, as she's, you know, doing – like she was on tour with me and she's doing outfits of the day every day. And she's like selling – she's got, I don't know, some, some account with some sell-your-clothes thing. And she's making a lot of money mm-hmm. doing that stuff. And so she sees it as a business. Like they really do. Yeah. I feel like more than I do see this as like a business. And uh, I just have to make sure that – and I guess I don't have to make sure because I feel like they're doing a really good job. They Like my daughter, Santa, deletes her Instagram uh, every day, and she reinstalls it when she wants to post something. And then she and I did not ask Whoa. her to do that. So she literally deletes her social Jeez. media. She deletes her TikTok, then has to sign back in with her username and password. When, so whenever I see her post something, I know that she's reinstalled it, typed in her stuff, and then re-deleted it. Jeez. Okay, so please. I'm curious because yeah. I have two daughters who are yeah. 10 and and almost 8. Yeah. And so like this is this is coming up oh, yeah. all this Real stuff. Oh yeah. Real quick. It, does she do that because the conversation and the zeitgeist is hey social media is, you know, has some negative effects, so uh-huh. let's this is one route yeah. that you can go. Or is it and I don't want to get no, yeah. too personal with yeah. her but or is it that she has she's already felt that firsthand, yeah. and so now she's like, if I want to be healthy, yep, I, it's that. Yeah, she has one hundred percent felt it. Yeah, and so she's like, this isn't good for me. She, she's felt the sting of it. Yes, yeah, she, that's this, great. This isn't that's good for great. me. That's great. This isn't. Um, and so I need to do something. And mm-hmm. so you know, so like as good much as her. as much as people are concerned about our kids and their what whatever, like. You know, you 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 smoke long enough, you're gonna get lung cancer. You're gonna you're gonna know. Oh my god, I gotta change my. You know, like they're they're gonna feel the stings of. That's a great of word. too much. That's you know? a really so good like, word. So like, I I think sometimes we're like freaking out, like, oh my god, they're gonna be addicted. Well, they're gonna feel addicted, and that's not a good feeling. And so they're yeah. gonna they're gonna do something about it. That's right. a. So, I love that. Yeah. I've never heard that take. Yeah, yeah. That's a well, great I, take. I've never actually said you didn't that take. Know that was smoking. <laughs> <I'm sorry. laughs> It's terrible for you. <laughs> it is bad. It, you're saying, yeah. That yeah, yeah, a lot yeah, of things yeah, are yeah, adding yeah, up yeah, right yeah. now that make a lot of sense. Now. No, but yeah, no. I I I think that is we we don't give them the, the we we don't give them the credit they deserve for yeah. like. Well, too, it's easy. Right. It's easy for me to buy into like the overprotective dad yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. Where it's like there's a lot of life they're just going to figure out because yeah. things suck. Yeah, <laughs> you know <what> I mean? <laughs> totally. Like, they don't need me coming in no, and going, I know. hey, you're going to feel like this weird weight in your soul. Yeah. They're like, yeah. no, I think I know that. Yeah, yeah. And I don't I don't like that. So what's yeah. doing that? I'm just going to take it off my phone. Yeah. You know? Yeah. yeah. That's so. amazing. She has the wherewithal. Yeah. That. I'll tell you, just sidebar, which we only talk about. Yeah. Somebody was t- speaking to how, and John, I don't know if we've even talked about this, how the new move with that younger generation is yeah. to see social media platforms as businesses. Oh, yeah. Like, it Absolutely. is fascinating. I yeah. forget who said that. One of my smarter friends that lives in that space was like, oh, yeah, dude, no, the new movement with all social media uh-huh. has gone from recreational and fun sure. to literally monetization. Absolutely. Even the funny accounts, even yeah. things you're like, they're like, no, no, man. Like, right. I'm either trying to sell shirts. Right. I'm trying to nope. get you to come to shows. I'm 100%. trying to. 100%. It's crazy to me. 100%. Because, you know, for us, yeah. the, the beginners that it was like, oh, it's me and my family on the yeah. beach, whatever. But, yep. like, the younger generations really are yep. coming in and going, Exactly like your daughter. Sure, I'm posted, but hey, like, get a little click over there and totally. get some shorts. Totally. You know? Like, they're not they're, everything that, uh, and you know, I'm surprised I am on her close friends list, but I'll see my daughter's close friends. They, and her close friends posts on Instagram are what I would normally post on my public account. Yeah. So, so yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. last night, she's like, Saturday night pickleball or whatever night it was last night. Pickleball, it's, it's like just her and her, her boyfriend and they're playing pickleball, but it was on her close friends list. Yeah. 
she would it's never. It's almost like it's more like LinkedIn for them. Yes, but but on her regular one, it's her out for the day. Here's my RK style link. Yeah. Here's the you know, and that's what's on the public Isn't that side. Fascinating. It's crazy. Whereas me, I'm like, hey, look, I'm da 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 da. You know, which is kind of encouraging. Yeah, because if <laughs> totally. they can see it as that, it's less like yes. my identity is tied up in it. Right. It's yeah. more like yeah. a vehicle to be used. Absolutely. And then the close friends thing becomes like where. Yep. You know, this is where my friends can yep. interact, and we'll talk yep. about yep. things. Yep. That gives me a little bit of hope. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so like, your your daughters are 21, 20. Uh, 21, 19, almost 20. 19, 20. and then 17-year-old son. Yep. yep. So so what are what would you say now are the challenges for you as a dad? Yeah. Two of them are out of the house? No, they're all three in the house. Oh, they're still. all three in the uh, house. For another oh, month. Nice. Yeah, uh, the 21-year-old is engaged. So Dang. she she will be, uh, she's getting married in April, next April. Okay. Uh, so she'll definitely be out of the house. Uh, the, uh, or you might get another roommate. Uh, hell no. Um, the the 19-year-old is moving out in August. Uh, just apartment with girlfriends and, uh-huh. you know, going to go do that. And then the 17-year-old, we we would love to get out as soon as possible. So that would be that would be amazing. Uh, and so, yeah, so we're literally, I'm literally going to, two of them in the next six months will, yeah. will be. I, yeah. I've said this before, but I, I only keep saying it because it's such a surprise to me. Yeah. But you can speak to this from experience. Sure. It is so easy in our season of life with kids where you're like, oh, every moment. Yeah. Just, oh, do you remember when they were just little babies? And like, <laughs> totally. Oh, he just, remember he couldn't do that three weeks yeah. ago. And now he's doing It's every moment is like, I mean, in fact, it is almost all that my friends post that sure. are our age with our yeah. kids' yep. ages. Yep. So, you know, we're 11, 9, and 6. Yep. They're between. It's about like, savor the time. You're literally a one decade yes. separate yeah. from where right. I'm yeah. Yep. Every single parent. Uh-huh. Like our friends at church, yeah. you, when they have those, that they're like, we just, let's get this going. Like, <laughs> totally. we love you. Let's get it. It's, totally. a, it's, it's such a fascinating, because right yeah. now it's about capture the moment. Yeah. Oh, they're yeah. only the size oh, for yeah, so no. yeah. I just yeah. never want them to grow. Stay the same. Yeah. Well, because every the, my single, motivation for that is that I'm afraid I'm going to get to your spot, sure. Carlos, yeah. and be like, oh, it went, I, it went by too fast. Yeah, like, I yeah, wasn't yeah. even paying yeah. attention. But, but you will, you will say that. Yeah, 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 yeah there's, there's no, no matter fear what. of it. That, but, that's but going to happen. slash yeah. Yeah. what you're saying, which is like also like let's get on also, out of let's here. Get on. Also, <laughs> I kind of hope I feel that way. Well, yeah. also yeah. Uh, here's here's the here's the part that you're going to love that you're not going to know that you love. Like like we, our fa- Heather and I both are surprised that that our favorite season was 15 to 18. Wow. When when we, they're kind of driving now they're they got jobs they have friends they're and suddenly we found our our house every single night was filled that i i come home from a work trip and there's this is not exaggeration 20 cars parked in front of my house Jeez. <laughs> and i walk into my house and i don't know this dude in my fridge and he's like oh hey mr whitaker and they're just in the backyard they're playing playstation downstairs they're and I'm like watching them grow into mm. adults, and they want to be around us, yeah, and they want to be great. with us. That and so that, it's that, a little more like you got it's that not exactly, but it's a little more like it, yeah. roommates, a little bit. I mean, yeah, obviously yeah. you're still sure. parents, yeah, 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 but it's not quite as yeah. And yeah. so and so now we're you we're still in that season where where there's just it's our house is kind of the hub for yeah. where everything happens, and then they all kind of they meet there, and then they all go out or whatever it is. And uh, man, we just love it. Like mm. it, this season of of. Of don't don't dread your kids getting older. Yeah. It just gets better. That's it, a good it just word. is How do you how do you make your house that house? Yeah, yeah. You know, I, I PlayStation. F- feed them, PlayStation. <laughs> uh and and honestly, um 
look, again, I, I go back to eyes, uh, what I do with, with looking at people that don't like me uh, on the internet, sending them videos. Look your kids' friends in the eyes hmm. and let them know that you see them. Wow. And they will hmm. not want to go anywhere else. And when my kids are like, no, I don't want to go to my house, they want to come because they know, oh, your mom and dad, they see me. Yeah. And man, the amount of of dudes that have come to my house mm. without my my daughters aren't even there and you know they're living in Paris they went to Paris uh, over in January February March uh, and they're still their boyfriends were coming over their guy friends were coming over mm. like hey Mr. Rick, can we can we talk about this or whatever? Mm. And like they just feel safe, you know. It just yeah. became a a safe place, and so um, that's so beautiful. We just tell people, uh, I tell people all the time, feed them, make sure they're that every meal you text never going like, hey, who wants to come over for dinner? Mm. Um, food, uh, again, get yeah, all the other stuff. Like I think whatever, like when maybe when thirteen video games are important, but I'm telling you, food and just seeing them mm. and them feeling safe, they're going to want to be there. And so if their friends want to be at your house. Your kids will want your, yeah. your their friends are going to want to be at your house way more than your kids and we, and we actually don't have like the we don't have all the all the fun stuff they're they're my kids have friends whose parents have a lot of money that have pools yeah. we don't have a pool yeah. have all these things they still yeah. are coming over mm-hmm. to our house you know that reminds so. me of this I, I'm gonna butcher it but it's something that Amy just told me recently about that she read where it's like when your kids start to get a little bit older one of the the most uh, important factors is the the adults in their lives yeah. who are not yeah. you. Oh, as yeah, a yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, so absolutely. whoever they're spending their time around, if it's yeah. a neighbor uh-huh. or a coach or whatever, like that's, that plays a really big role in the yeah. teenage years. Absolutely. Yeah. No, it I does. Agree. It, 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 I mean, you know, again, that's where, not to toot the sword too much, but that's where church is such a big deal. Totally. Mm-hmm. It's because, yeah. you know, you really do get to sort of pick, quote unquote, the people that your kids are going to grow up with. The, yeah. the parents your kids grow mm-hmm. up with and, yeah. and, and be able to kind of go, I like these people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Annie is, you know, as we think about schools, she's always been yeah. like, and I, man, I disagree with her so much until I didn't, cause she was sure. right. But I was <laughs> like, it's about the kids. Like what are yeah, the good yeah, kids? Yeah, she's yeah. like, it's about the parents. Yeah. Dave. Yeah. It is about the parents. And I remember I would always be like, no, I mean, cause they're not hanging up the parents. She's like, right. I'm telling you. And as I've gotten <laughs> older, it. I'm like, it is. Yeah. You want to make sure you're somewhere where yeah. you yeah. can, you can be like, the kids are going to change. Totally. The parents are the ones that they're going to be, you yep. know, that are the static. They're the, they're the consistent ones, yeah. you know. That's so good. if you don't want your home to be the hub, don't look your kids' friends in the eyes. No, don't look yeah. them in the eyes. That's what I'm hearing. <laughs> don't yourself. let them feel loved and don't feed them. If you don't <laughs> want to buy all that that's food. That's a three for three right Yeah, there. that's it. <laughs> so we, we have pizza for me and the kids. Yeah, that's it. Everyone else here. Totally. You yeah. guys can go get your food and come back. And also, I'm not looking at you. I'm looking right uh, above over, you. Right at the right eyebrows. Above. Always above. Just right always above. at the top of your head. So I'm curious, as we kind of wrap this whole thing up, I'd be really curious to hear what, for those who, you know, have younger kids like ours, and you may have spoken this a little bit already, but what would be the advice that, um, you've already done two, one being sure. what you just said, two being, um, you know, to, that these, the season we're coming into is so fun, right? It's Absolutely. not just don't about, be scared of it. don't be scared of it. Yeah. But like, what would you say for the people who have the younger kids, you yeah. being where you are with your kids and their ages? Yeah. Or what would you have told? Maybe the better questions. What would you have told yourself? Yeah. Like if you if you could go back now, you know when the when the kids were young, was yeah. there something that you needed to hear that would be helpful? I, I think that um, I mean thinking back to my kids, and uh, you know I I was I, Heather. You know my wife will tell me like you were a great dad. Mm-hmm. Like you were you you were like. I'm like, am I not anymore? You know, but, but she's like, you were really great. Like you were there, like you were, mm. you were fun, you were consistent. Um, 
I think though, I spent way too much time, honestly, scared of them growing up. Yeah. Like I mm. just, I, I, it was a big fear for me. Mm. Like, like it, I just was like, oh my gosh, like, you know, the, and I just wouldn't do that. Like mm. I, I just, you know, I, I'm watching, I'm seeing all these posts, like you only have 18 summers with your kids. I'm yeah. like, really? Like, like who's, who said my daughter's 21 years old and I just spent two weeks in France with mm. her and like, and she's, she wants to, you know, we're, we're going on all these trips together and like, no, like, like you don't get, yeah, just that's get a 18, great word. Yeah. That's a great word. You know, uh, summers with your kids. I just disagree with that. Like, I just think that. Uh, it it just don't be scared of them growing up. Well, know? it definitely you saying this. I've never thought about this literally yeah. until right now. It sticks to a narrative that is, which is kind of like the great American narrative. Sure. Well, I mean, as a white guy, I can say I have no sure, clue. Yeah. But that's like, <laughs> the, you know, but but I think you know, be it in movies or books or yeah. TV, gosh, sitcoms. Like, yeah. I just want to leave. Yeah, yeah. Dude, get out of here, kid. Yeah. It's this. It's this oh, narrative sure. that's kind of like. 18, just yep. get out of the house. We yeah. need our space. You yeah. know, and I don't hate my parents, and they're yeah. keeping me down. I want yeah. to drive the Camaro, Dad. Yeah, 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 like, yeah. Don't yeah, you yeah. get it out of my, na- you know, my, out of <laughs> totally, my garage. Totally. And so I think that's weird father-son. Yeah, no, I got it. Tambra <laughs> voices. But, um, yeah, little, but you know what I'm saying? It sticks to a very clear, be it every movie you ever yes, saw, yes. Ferris Bueller to whatever, of like the parents of the bad guys. Yeah. Kids. So you got them in this prison for 18 years till they're gone forever. Sure. Yeah. And yeah. I think it's beautiful to hear you say that because that even helps me because I struggle with that. I mean, yeah. I think John oh, and I both totally. – with kids this age, it's it's about keeping. It's yes. just like you got your claws in this experience going, oh, no. Well, and, and also, you know, like to, I, I do – I mean, this is a whole other podcast conversation, but the, the American dynamic of what family is in America is yes. completely yes. inconsistent with what the rest yes. of the planet well does. Well said. Right. Well said. And right. so, you know, like we ship our kids off to college at 18 years old. Yeah. And they're and, gone. And, and, they're, and it's like, but where else does that ha- – it doesn't happen anywhere yeah. else. Yeah. And mm-hmm. so – you know, it's not like we've kept our kids in our house till, but we gave them the opportunity going like, "Hey, you don't, you don't have to go to college if you don't yeah. want to." Yeah. Like, like if and really, well, everyone else, yeah, but if you don't like school, don't go to college. Yeah. Like, like you can yeah. live here. You can live here. You can do whatever. And so, it just we gave our kids the choice, and mm. they chose to stay. Yeah. And uh, and in a healthy way, you know, yeah. like like they're, um, and they're yeah, they're moving out. And it's gonna break my heart just like it will every dad mm. when their daughters move away or whatever, but. Um, I don't know, man. I just think that that um, again, a whole a whole conversation about family structure and the decisions we've made in America with yeah. family just doesn't look the same. I mean, then you start talking about your grandparents and elderly. Like I I I, I mentioned this, you know, this little teaser for my next book. But I went and lived with the Amish for three weeks uh, last year, and um, this for a future book of mine. But I, I want to do this experiment. I'm talking about don't stand on issues, walk with people. Well, let me go walk with the most conservative human beings in America. And I lived with them and man, the way, I, I, there's a lot I disagree with, but the way they do family is beautiful. Mm. You know, like the way they take care of their parents and the way they, mm-hmm. it's just how it's supposed to be, you know? Mm. And so, um, I don't know. I, I think, That's you know, l- look at your viewpoint of, of what you think your family's supposed to look like when your kids, mm. uh, turn 18. And I don't know, maybe, maybe, put that in a in a mm. in a bucket and maybe maybe like doubt yourself a little bit and be like maybe it doesn't have to look yeah, like I love that. Family. I love yeah. that. That's great. Yeah. God, that's good. Yeah. It is so interesting these these sort of like bullet points of life yeah. that we don't even realize yeah. are uniquely American. Sure. Yeah. Like totally. one of them being like retirement. Okay. Yep. 59 yep. and a half. Yep. We're going to retire and it's going to be Yeah. We're going to play golf and Right. And I mean if you took a survey yeah. Of a bunch of sixty-one-year-olds, like how how many of them 
experience it exactly like that. Right, There's just right. a, a myriad of things that could, yeah. you know, mess that up. Yeah. You know, and in the looking into the future with my girls, I think even though I'm like, I loved my teenage years. I loved sure, my parents. Yeah, yeah. We had a great relationship. Like it it was great. Yeah. But there's still that like, I guess it's because it's unknown. And sure. it's like, I don't know why it it has that um, that negativity, that teenage, yeah. it's going to be like this, Dave, yeah. like what you're saying. Yeah. But it's just, I don't know, it's built in there. Yeah, no, man, it is, it's going to be sweet. Well, it's hard. Yeah, I mean, cool. it's, it's it, oh, gosh, Jesus is like, can we talk about this a little bit? <laughs> How about we not worry about things before they happen? Yeah. Because yeah. they may not happen. Totally. Right. And exactly. I'm like, yeah, but. That's uh, true. I've yeah. seen some movies. Well, and, and, I've, I, heard, I, I, and I've been, you know, like my oldest Ten and a half years. She's the greatest. Yeah. And but w- for some reason, when I think of her as a sixteen-year-old, yeah. I'm picturing some other yeah, human other girl. I know. No. No. Dude. That lived with another one. family. Who yeah. Shit uh, yeah. Why yeah. is that? Why yeah. can't I like? Yeah. Well, think about I'll, Luca. I'll tell you why. But not that this may not be why for you, but there there is a truth that you know your kids your kids will will um go through a rough. Sp- you know, hormonal season in their yeah. life where, I mean, both of all three of our kids, like we went through like, Oh, we really don't like them right now. And uh-huh. for one of them, it was from 13 to 14. The other one, it was 17 to 18. The other one, it was, and they all, they all came out of it, but yeah, things do shift. They do turn into different humans and they, and then they come back, you know? And so it is, yeah, there, there is a little bit of that teenage thing. Like, yeah, it's, there's new, uh, things you're gonna have to deal with as a parent, but, um, I th- I think that's some of it too. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah, yeah, yeah. Then then they never come back. That's yeah, the yeah. thing. It's like oh, once sure. they start changing. Oh sure, yeah. Then they never come back. Send yeah. them into the yeah. pasture yeah. and wave them goodbye. Okay, so we're doing some <laughs> rapid to wrap this whole thing up. Oh, love it. We're gonna do some rapid fires. Yep. Um, okay. Uh, first question. Here we go. This you got to answer these as fast as you can. Okay. Within reason. Yeah. Would you rather give? I love this question. So it's a giant question. Would you rather give a ten minute talk ten minutes from now? Or a 45-minute talk, 45 minutes from now. 10-minute talk. <laughs> I love that you knew that. I, I thought you. it was going to be the opposite. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, I know. I've just heard that, that the shorter talks it are harder. Are harder they, are, they are. They are, but I've got a good one in my pocket right now. <laughs> yeah, you've got, that's kind of a cheat. <laughs> this is what you do. For yeah, I know, I know. I know. I know. Okay. What is one of the worst live moments you've ever had? Oh, my gosh. Um, pro- probably, probably peeing. Backstage and my mic was on. No, yeah. you did the Naked Gun. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah totally. Oh, was my about the, gosh. But the mic was on. It's like a rite of guy. passage for a yep. speaker. I mean, f- like like toilet flushing, like the whole thing. Yeah. So. Oh yeah. my god. Okay. That's great. Um, I love this question. If the whole world could read one chapter of one of your books, <gasps> oh. which chapter would it be? Oh my gosh. Um, it's going to be the second chapter of Kill the Spider. Wow. Uh, which was three books ago. Two books. Three three books ago. Um, where it tells a story of of what a spider is, what a cobweb is, and I say a spider is an agreement you made with a lie, and a cobweb is a medicating behavior. And I think that that story Good gives a lot of people. Food. I've heard you talk on that. Yeah. You said that, and it's yeah. awesome. Yeah. Okay. Okay. If there was a moment in your life that could have gone viral, oh. what would this moment be? Oh, that could have gone viral. I've had a lot of moments go viral. So. That you could choose. Like, that, you could actually go, that's the one. Oh, I want, I really? Want to buy. This is a great question. I've not thought of this one. Um, Probably, probably, uh, oh, yes, I know. So, I 
going to sound like a, like a flex here, but I got to sing for President Obama. Dang. And uh, this is 2014. How deep was the beat? <laughs> <laughs> there, there, I was in a suit. I was in a suit. But I did have the, the chin strap uh, Daughtry beat. Nice. Oh, nice. And, uh, and, so, and, and then I got to meet with him in the Red Room of the White House. Nice. Whoa. And, and so he came walking in and um, shook his hand. He goes, Carlos, great job. And then I got to tell him about my dad, who was an immigrant to the United mm. States. I said, my dad, black man, immigrated to the United States. He's so proud of me today. I, I just, you know, he's like, let's call him. No. Yes. No. And I got to call my dad. <laughs> and President Obama goes, Dr. Whitaker. Uh, and my dad lost it. Lost it. And, that's unbelievable. Because he was waiting for me to call to tell him how it went. He was so, Because right. he told me all the time growing up that, that, uh, you're going to have dinner with the president one day. You have to learn your manners. And I was like, Dad, I'm not having dinner. I had breakfast with him. And uh, and then he called him and he said, you'll be so proud of your son. And I was like, thank you, Mr. President. Thank you, Mr. President. Oh, he's like, then, Carlos, your Obama impression me. is terrible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just talk to me. How yeah. did it go? Oh, my god. So gosh. that was a moment that like it just <laughs> it happened. Like no one filmed it. No one whatever. Yeah. But like, man, that, the fact that he let me do that was awesome. That's Bro, amazing. Okay, last question. Yeah. Here we go. If you wrote a book about fatherhood, what would the title be? Oh, so you think you know how to be a dad. <laughs> ah, that's amazing. There it is. There it is. So you think you know how to be a dad. That's it. Thank you for being on. All right, man. This Thank is great, man. So, this Thank has you. been awesome. Dad, please.